The college baseball experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their new over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, already. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the College Baseball Experience. I am your host, Noah Beanick. You can find me on Twitter at 77NB. That is the word 70, the number 7NB. Now, when I was prepping for today's podcast, I prepped pretty quickly. It's only two games. But for some reason, it just took me so long to actually press record and get behind the microphone. I don't know why, but I was just killing so much time boring myself to death and just like i don't know a little nervous to get behind the microphone and that doesn't normally happen especially when i'm recording these picks podcasts solo but you know what i did to kind of get my spirits right and uh i don't know uh sort of get some confidence back and get behind the microphone i went and checked the numbers from yesterday's podcast a Father's Day podcast that was 25 minutes long was in the top five most downloaded episodes that we've put out. We've put out 30, I think this is our 32nd episode this year, and that was top five downloaded. We had the two from Jonathan Mayo, we had the Phil Elson, we had Monday of the NCAA tournament regional round, and then Father's Day podcast. You guys are amazing with the support. I cannot believe that that podcast did so well. Um, so again, I want to thank you guys for um, you know just giving me the mo- motivation to get behind the microphone today because it was just the extra push that I needed to give you guys some more winners today. Yesterday, we went one one and one. We had a push on the Texas Texas A and M over, and that was disgusting. Ivan Melendez k'd up on a ball that was two inches below his kneecaps with the bases loaded i felt like we got robbed there texas easily should have gotten one run across but like literally they didn't help the over in that case at all it was a a beatdown by the aggies um so i mean there was a clip that we tweeted out from the college experience twitter account that had the darth vader mask and it just said i am your father and that's uh about what it was hold on i'm gonna try to do that voice i'm actually pretty good at voice imitations so luke i am your father that's that's pretty good that's about as good as i'm gonna get on the fly behind a microphone when i'm wearing soundproof sound canceling headphones but um yeah, so we had that push on the over. 
Texas A&M as a dog hit for plus one to forty five. Wasn't even close. Easy money. Uh, knew that once Texas had to. I mean, Texas A&M was a bad matchup for Texas with their bullpen that struggles to consistently throw strikes. They have good power arms with a lot of movement on pitches, but uh, they they struggle with the strike throwing. So we knew that one was going to be a bad matchup. And then Notre Dame got outplayed tonight by Oklahoma. And that was surprising to see because I was very high on this Notre Dame team. And I have respected Oklahoma ever since they took out my Gators, which I didn't have my Gators coming out of that bracket. But they took out Florida, which I watched almost every game in that regional. Then they took out Virginia Tech, a team that I had a a future on. And by the way, Rip the Texas 30-1 to dream on the future. That's the first one gone from the College World Series. We've got two left. We've got the Notre Dame one, who literally is like my nightmare because Oklahoma might single-handedly take out two of my futures. And then on the other side of the bracket, we have Arkansas at 25-1, to who plays today. Um, so, yes, Notre Dame lost to Oklahoma. That kid that came out of nowhere, like I've been talking about on the last two episodes that he's pitched for this podcast, Cade Horton, um, coming off of Tommy John surgery. He went six innings, had 11 strikeouts, and there was a stat on his performance, too, that I wanted to read off on the podcast. Um he had 11 strikeouts, which was a career high, and the most strikeouts at the College World Series since Mark Redmond back in 1994. Just a random stat that I found on Twitter from the account Eddie underscore Rado. That is Eddie Radasevich. So I think that is a Oklahoma beat writer for baseball. Very cool stat there. Um, but yeah, I mean, Cade Horton went off. Uh, Peyton Graham went 4-4 at the plate. Tanner Treadaway went 3-4. This game was wild. <laughs> um, Oklahoma and their ba- like aggressive base running uh, got thrown out at third base. I think it was three times this game, and one of them, it hit the coach in the nuts. <laughs> and the coach started walking off, and the, the kid thought he was out because he, he got tagged 10 feet in front of third base the ball pops out of the third baseman jack brannigan's glove hits the oklahoma third base coach in the nuts and the kid thought he was out so he got up and started to walk towards the dugout and the third baseman picked up the ball and tagged him and he was out that was hilarious and then also there was another i don't think it was a nut shot like everybody was saying i think it hit him in the chest but uh there was a a kid in the shitter behind the bullpen and it's like uh fenway like the green monster you walk into it there's a little toilet in there and uh the kid walked out of the bathroom and the home run that came in from uh david lamana the catcher for notre dame smacked him right in the chest as soon as he opened that door which was hilarious and that was the only uh or only source of offense for notre dame in that game um as for texas and texas a&m honestly just texas a&m mauled them in every which way we had it was a full team performance the only guy that didn't actually get a hit was dylan rock who's arguably been their best hitter during this stretch of like uh unbeatable baseball by the Aggies. This has been one heck of a season. 
And honestly, if Tony Vitello didn't drop 57 or 58 wins, whatever they did this year, Jim Schlossnagel would have been the coach of the year because that's one hell of a job taking this team from not even making the SEC tournament to winning a game in Omaha. And that was their first win since like 1993, I think it was. So just uh, crazy, crazy scenes for Texas A&M and their fans. Uh, that game was packed. That You love to see that. And also, Notre Dame had a great turnout against Oklahoma for a Sunday Father's Day game. That, that Notre Dame-Oklahoma night game was 24,000-something for uh, attendance, which was great. Great. You love to see that for the game. And now, before we get into today's games and our handicaps for those games, I want to talk to you guys about win bet. Make sure to get down on Wins Bet $50, win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you up to $200 in free bets. Bet $500 on sports or casino with or before July 31st, 2022, to get entered into win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Win Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. The offer is subject to the change. Oh, my God, I can't say subject. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there, and I use it for some of mine. It's a game-changer product unlike anything else in the industry, and now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple, and first in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over or under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the number or the amount of money you want to put into the contest, If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the amount of money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about the over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and we can play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to write it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game, have fun with your friends, and make some money. Use the promo code sleeper or use the promo code at sleeper.com slash SGP promo code SGP MLB to get your first deposit up to $100, 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by Trade Coffee, who sends freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters, small businesses who pay farmers for fair prices to substantially source the greatest beans from around the world. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find you a coffee that you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all of your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. Whether... That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. 
even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed on your computers, tablets, phones, and even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use, and all you have to do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. So it's day four of the College World Series in Omaha, Nebraska. We already have one team eliminated, and that's the number nine overall seed, Texas. The next team that will be eliminated will be coming from this matchup between the number 14 overall seed, Auburn, at 45 and 21 on the year, and the number two overall seed, Stanford, who's 47 and 17. This game will be played at 1 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Um... Stanford won a coin flip, so they are going to be the home team in this matchup. Stanford is minus 150 on the money line, and Auburn is plus 130. The total is set at 12.5 with minus 110 on each side. Minus 1.5 for Stanford is plus 115, and Auburn plus 1.5 is minus 135. Let's start with the bullpens here and discuss which relievers will be rested for both teams entering this game. For the acting road team, Auburn... They lost their best starter, or they tossed their best starter in Joseph Gonzalez for 73 pitches and Carson Skipper for 50 pitches. Skipper has the most innings thrown on the Tigers' uh, bullpen roster, but I'd argue that he isn't their number one reliever, but he is their number one lefty. A day of rest and 50 pitches is doable, but I'd consider him not fully rested. As for Stanford, they tossed Ryan Bruno, Bruno, their number one reliever, for 30 pitches and Max Meyer for 35 pitches. Those are guys that I would say are questionable to appear in this game. Um, when Arkansas opened up their uh, like 17-2 win, Stanford threw some guys that really haven't appeared much this year, so uh, those were only the two real notable guys from the Stanford bullpen. Um, and I don't think we would have to worry about many of the other guys that they threw. They threw like three or four of their back-end bullpen guys. Um, Bruno is Stanford's second-best reliever with a two sixty-two ERA. For those teams... I don't have strong hunches for these teams who they're going to start here. I think the easier one to project is Auburn. Um, their number, their Friday night guy after Hayden Mullen's injury has been Trace Bright for most of the year, and I would still expect him to go even though he's really been struggling lately. He's 4-4 four and four on the year with a 523 ERA, 86 strikeouts, 38 walks, and 75.2 innings pitched. And for Stanford, it's just a train wreck. Um, this is one that I could definitely be wrong when I project. I don't think I've actually projected one of these games for Stanford right since 
game two of the regional when they played Texas State, and I projected Alex Williams after I missed him for game one in that regional for Stanford. Um, Stanford could go with Ty Uber, who's 4-1 and one on the year, who started game two versus UConn. He was only able to get two outs during that game, and he has a 499 ERA on the year. Stanford could also go with Joey Dixon, who started that game three against UConn and didn't even get a single out. Uh, he has a 6-3 and three record with a 3.96 ERA. Or they could go with Drew Dowd, who's 6-0 and on the year and relieved in game three for three innings. Um, but he didn't look great. He had three walks in those three innings. He had only one strikeout, but he didn't give up a run. He got out of a lot of trouble and traffic on the base pass. Personally, I think that David Esker has to go out there and trot out Drew Dowd. Um, still not too confident in that, but I think that would be who I would pick to pitch this game if I was the manager of this club. Um, we saw Stanford's entire starting rotation only pitch two total innings in three games against UConn, but the offense stepped up and they put up 30 runs in those three games, led by Brock Jones, Carter Graham, Eddie Park, Braden Montgomery, and four other starters that have an above 298 batting averages. After only putting up two runs in Game 1, I think the Stanford lineup is due for an explosion, and Trace Bright is the perfect pitcher to do it against. As long as they don't face or allow... Why? See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, damn it. As long as they don't allow Cole Foster to get on base in front of Sonny D, I am actually... Sniffing out a big win by the trees here. Minus 150 is juicy on the money line, and that's why you're going to find me on Stanford minus one and a half at plus 115 for this game. Total is at 12 and a half. If I had a lean, I would go over just because I think that Stanford should score a lot of runs. Stanford could honestly put up 12 and a half. They could put up 13 on their own in this one. Um, but just the Auburn bullpen scares me a little bit. They still have Blake Burkhalter back there, and he'll throw five innings if they need him to because their backs are up against the wall. If they lose this one, they're done. They're going to want to throw Burkhalter for as long as he'll get them uh, or as, lo- as long as he'll take them. Um, as you guys can see, I'm just, I don't know, not on my A game for potting today. Just not on my podcasting A game. Don't know what it is, but uh, game two of today's slate. We have at 6 o'clock Central Time, Ole Miss, the Cinderella three seed, 41-22 and 22 on the year against Arkansas, who's 47-20. and 20. Um, Arkansas won the coin toss, so they're going to be the honorary home team for this matchup where they actually open up as a slight dog at minus 105, Ole Miss minus 115. The total set at 10.5, where the over is minus 120, the under is plus 100. Um, Ole Miss minus 1.5 is plus 150, Arkansas plus 1.5 is minus 175. In my opinion, this one's going to be a great game. Uh, I can assure you that both bullpens are going to be rested after Connor Nolan's masterful 7.2 inning outing and Dylan Delush's dominant 7.2 inning outing. Uh, Ole Miss's bullpen has been literally untouchable during the NCAA tournament. They've thrown 18.2 scoreless innings, whereas prior to this College World Series, I have said that 
Arkansas's bullpen is the best and the most complete of the eight teams in Omaha. Plus, there isn't a mess for us to project starting pitchers for this game. They've both been confirmed. Yay! So for the Rebels, they're going to throw Hunter Elliott, who's 4-3 and three with a 282 ERA, 92 strikeouts, 30 walks, and 67 innings pitched. And this kid has been amazing. He's Honestly, maybe Doug Nikhazy reincarnated. Uh, true freshman left-hander that's been nasty for the second half of the season. And for the Razorbacks, we're going we're gonna to see Will McIntyre, who's 1-2 and two on the year, but he's just started uh, starting games lately, here, like over the last, even probably over the last fifth of the year, not even a quarter of the year. Um, he has a 281 ERA, 40 strikeouts, 22 walks, and 41.2 innings pitched. He's really recently taken the number two starting role uh, ever since they moved Hagen Smith to the bullpen here. With basically rested bullpens, like fully 100% rested for each team, and very experienced managers in Mike Bianco, who has 22 years at the helm for the Rebs, and this is his second Omaha, and Dave Van Horn has spent 19 years as the head coach of the Hogs with seven Omahas. Early in May, we had on Arkansas's play-by-play voice Phil Elson, and he was very critical of the Arkansas uh, of the Razorbacks hitting back then. And for those that um, don't know, Elson was a graduate from my university. So I like to listen to the radio show once in a while, and he still talks about that being a major weakness. They're hitting against left-handers. To what this looks like to be a Hogs offense that is clicking on all cylinders right now, they're still talking about it on that radio show, which is quite surprising to me. In the last instance that Arkansas faced a left-handed starter, it was in Game 2 against North Carolina where Brandon Schaefer had a 4.1 inning outing interrupted by weather. Schaefer had four strikeouts and only gave up two runs in that start. The Omahogs needed a three-run ninth inning walk, uh, a two-run ninth inning to walk it off in the winning effort uh with kevin with kevin graham kemp alderman tim elko and peyton chatnier all swinging hot bats i like the rebels here in this spot and the under 10 and a half is enticing to me <sighs> with all the pitching staff being available arkansas just put up 17 so it feels like it's gonna be a like let down spot here but it's not a left down spot because it's an sec west rival but it's a left-handed pitcher i like ole miss on the money line minus 115 am i going to give out the under 10 and a half at plus 100 i don't know because if, for those that don't know, Hunter Elliott, the pitcher for Ole Miss, came out and said another little clip that ESPN's going to eat up uh, for this Arkansas offense. And here it is. I'll play it for you guys on the pod. Feeling really got to make pitches. But obviously, just like any team, they're pitchable if you if you do execute your, execute your pitches and uh, have your best stuff, you can beat them. Tune out the Wu-Picks in Fayetteville, or is that something you hear every I would say 
rather than trying to tune them out, make it to where they don't do it as much would be better. So if you if you allow less runs, you won't hear it as much. Is what I I kind of figured out. Uh, the less home runs, the less runs you allow, the less woo pigs. Uh, so he basically was talking about how. I mean, basically, I don't think Alex Williams' press conference statement was that bad either. He just said that he'd take their offense over Arkansas's offense, which anybody would say that they're going to take their offense over the other team's offense. It's just kind of what you say. You're in a bad spot as a kid to answer that question in a press conference. It is what it is. And same thing here with Hunter Elliott. It's a freshman that they were able to get him to say a couple of things towards the Arkansas offense. And that clip is going to go viral in the morning, and um, I'm just going to stay away from the over or the under ten and a half. Maybe Arkansas sees that and they get, I don't know, uh, fired up about it. But definitely the fans, since he said I figured out one way to keep them from stop calling the hogs is to stop giving up home runs. Well, the the next thing you know, they're going to be calling the hogs after a single on you. So, um, yeah, today. Not on my A game for the podcast. Uh, I apologize for that. Just uh, my mind is in a different place. So you know what I'm going to do. I'm probably going to take at least the first game off here against Auburn and Stanford. Not going to be posting many clips from the game. I think I'm going to go play golf. Maybe play volleyball with some friends on the day. Um, But my goal is to be watching this Ole Miss-Arkansas game because this is going to be a great, great game between two of the biggest fan bases that are there in Omaha right now. Both of them, I think, have over 3,000 shots in that Jello shot challenge over at Rocco's Pizza, so that's really cool as well. Um, to wrap up the podcast, uh, game one, I have Stanford minus 1.5 on the run line at plus 115. I have Arkansas in game two, or not Arkansas. See, this is what I'm talking about. I'm taking Ole Miss, minus 115 on the money line. Not on my A game. I promise I'll bring it next time, but hopefully these two are winners. I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you for experiencing the better side of college baseball with the college baseball experience. For that, I bid you adieu. Adios, amigos.